Breakup. I'm Julia Rossi. And I'm Will Miles. And today in our apartment, we have the delightful Dion and Amy Flynn. Welcome. Hi, thank Hello. you. Hello Hi. there. Hi. Welcome, welcome. Thanks for coming up. Thanks for getting a babysitter. Absolutely. Yeah, and then and she was a little bit late. Uh, oh, but, but, but she's un- listening. But unapologetic. <laughs> no, but I appreciate we like that. It. That's bold. Yeah, confidence. Good. Yeah, confidence. Oh, wow. It's like, we you know, know she's what? Crossing the, yeah, she's crossing the street very confidently with our son. <laughs> yeah. How old's <laughs> right. your son? Yeah. Four and three months. Four and three months? Yeah. Yes. We, yeah. We, yeah, we calculated this morning. Oh. <laughs> My son and I. It's important. Oh, you guys you know. did? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I met you and Tiana. I was like, that's yeah, so a fun yeah, like, Sunday morning. Uh, and why did we calculate it together? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. I was like, why is she saying this right now? I really was thinking, why is she telling me we calculated his age this morning? <laughs> oh, it was Miles and I. His name is Miles. Oh, okay. that's Will's last name. That's my name. last name, yeah. There it is. See? Yeah, yeah, see? Great name. Yeah, this was meant to be. See how it yeah. all comes full circle right away. Yeah, exactly. and that's the Call podcast. Back. Thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. You leave. Um, uh, how long have you guys been together and how did you meet? Wow, you just go right for that. Right yeah. into right uh-huh. that. Yeah. Right yep. into the jungle. Yeah. Well, what is it? 2006 we met, right? For the first time. We met and then we uh, went apart uh, as fast and far as we could for as many years as possible until How we did came you meet? back together. How did you meet first? We were in a spiritual like group together. I was a speaker okay. at this spiritual group that we both happened to go to. Okay. And I was the guest speaker. My, at my, She wasn't my girlfriend at the time. She was it not? No. My girlfriend asked me to speak and I was a speaker and then Amy was there. And I spoke very, you know, sincerely. My mother had just passed away, like, you know, two years before. And I was still just on the finishing parts of the grief. So I shared a lot about that. And Amy came up to me. Yes, because I, I found uh, our moms were very similar. You uh-huh. know? And uh-huh. so I, I... In what in what way? Can I ask what way? In their weaknesses. Okay. okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. That's a great, it's a there. great bonding place, yeah. quite frankly. Yeah. I mean... Well, we tried not to have, like... We were both in a place... We play, didn't do any bond... Yeah. We didn't do any trauma bonding. No, like, we were trying not yeah. to trauma bond. In uh-huh. the, well, that might have been three years later. It's too easy. You know, you just get together trauma and you're bonding. up all night talking about, like, the worst thing that ever happened. Yeah. Right. And you're so close and then you're like, wait a minute, I don't even know you. Intimacy, they yeah. call it, Instimacy. you know? Oh, that's a really great... Yeah. Yeah. Ter- oh, well, because you're a ther- you're studying to be. Yeah, I I graduated, so I, I basically I'm getting uh, my field work hours. Okay, um, and that's what, done for 1, therapy. One thousand ninety-seven or something. Like oh, that? God, it's it's three thousand total. 000. Yeah, yeah okay. yes. So it's a lot. Okay, yeah. so license soon to be licensed therapist. Yes, and actor, voiceover artist, best known as Barack Obama on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm always like the happy. I feel like that's the thing that's got me the biggest. Stuff in the world. Well, I think we got two more subscribers because of that. Yeah, so yeah. Oh, that's nice. That's good. That's nice. <laughs> Stick around, people. Who knows? That's worth something. Uh, you never know where you get your bumps from. Yeah, <laughs> but is that where is that where how you know all these terms? No. Oh no, actually oh, no. not. No, I mean it's just like it's. I guess it's jargon that you hear over the years from exes. You know, yeah, <laughs> they, they've had. <laughs> Instimacy with others and Instimacy. I love that. Oh, that is good. Yeah. yeah. Well, where do we? I mean, this thing, this spiritual. Yeah. Do you mind if I ask what is it like a I, church? That's, that's the thing. No, it's not a church. It's um, you know, it's like one of those things where you're kind of you're kind of anonymous about the whole thing. Okay. Uh-huh. You see okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know how there's a number of those. Yes. Yeah. One yeah. of those. Okay. Great. Right. Well, that's enough. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah. so that's it. And so a bunch of those. <laughs> yeah. That's where you hear a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Right. right. And right. I've lived okay, cool, it. You know. Cool. 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 And I'm happy to talk about being sober. That's yeah. a big part of my. You're both sober. Pers- persona. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I've yes. been sober for yeah. 20 years, you know. Okay. Yeah. So okay. that's why I turned down the LaCroix water, you know, and just got the regular water. Really? Because it's it's that similar? No, no, no. Oh, I was like, <laughs> no, damn. No, no, was but I definitely do just mostly drink water. Okay. Yeah, it just keeps me uh, clear-minded. Okay, so you, you met in right. 2006. Right. You wowed you with this talk, but you wanted to make sure you didn't bond over the stuff. Well, right. actually, we, yeah, we weren't it, thinking it, about that as much right then. I don't think we were yeah, making no. a conscious effort to not cuz we weren't thinking about each other at all. No, I was I was pretty good friends with his ex it was his ex-girlfriend oh, who okay, yeah. had brought him to speak and so I just wanted to make a connection and say, you know, I totally understand what, where you you know, where you came from and um and he now I know him well, but at, at the time he had good boundaries. You know, he was very so I was just I just kind of said, you know, thanks for sharing. And uh, then we didn't see each other again for like three or four years. Oh, wow. And then oh, did wow. you see each other again at like, another uh, that same, event? That same girlfriend. Moved to L.A. We, she moved to L.A. I wasn't really that much in contact with her. And she invited, she said, I'm coming into town. I'm inviting a bunch of disparate, different friends to a meal. And then she invited, and the only two that showed up were the two of us. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So just the three of you. So just the three of us. But she okay. told me via text who the other person was, and I looked at it and I said, oh my, like, I remembered him having like, he was kind of very stoic, you know, and okay. I thought, okay, oh, all right. I mean, I guess it'll be fine. <laughs> I'm friendly enough, but <laughs> I that's the thing. I come on, I sort of can be like a big friendly dog and I misrepresent myself because I am kind of introverted, you know, um, and shy. But Is that, uh, is that most people though? Not to, yeah, but uh, I feel like I relate. I would never think anyone would call me introverted, but I definitely, depending on where I am, yes. and like nobody talked to me, nobody look at me, where can I hide? Right. Exactly. I think everyone is a little bit both, right? Yeah. I feel like we're talking about, I mean, if we're going there, I feel like we're talking about the difference between like our persona that we put out and the real Right, the real person, yeah, like the yeah. real, real little kid, whatever, you, whatever modality you want to discuss right, it right. in, the inner child, the real self, whatever. Yeah, but that's much more protected. Yeah, yeah, and I would say I have that person too, and I can't remember really what mode I was in in two thousand six. Like this, oh, this oh, she okay. describes this person that she came into contact with. You were very glossy. Yeah, I was yeah, like, very, like, I was glossed up. I was like on television at the time. So my head was, I think, shaved completely. Yeah, right? I mean, he could have arrived in a limo and I would have said, yeah, that makes sense. Because that was my very, trick. That was, was my very trick. Polished. In 06. Very polished. And then you, and then the dinner was 09? Yep. Okay. So yeah, I, yeah, that was my trick. That was my trick to make uh, people in general think I had a lot of money. That's like a big thing that I like to do. <laughs> I totally just, understand I don't that. know what that's about. Yeah. Do you still feel that way? I always want to do it. I just want to do it. I always want people to think I have a lot of money. I don't know why that's so important in my mind. I'm working my way around it, working whatever with it. But that was part and parcel of that. Well, yeah. And equally looked very our friend looked very glamorous she's, like there goes, she's her, there goes her anonymity all right, all right, she's, <laughs> yeah. I, didn't, I didn't say any last name or yeah anything. cool yeah and like she's very the name out. <laughs> beautiful and glamorous and so together it made sense i was like oh yeah and Dion. and then um, are you guys still friends with her we, we're not in touch but we're friends I okay mean, i know. always i mean she made it i mean because of her somehow where you know we've it's pretty she was amazing. Definitely, like yeah. if you want to talk in terms of the wisdom tradition of there being a god or something like god you could say if you were of this mind you could say yeah. god used these different people to get you know to get yeah. us together. Oh I mean, yeah. You would never you know I would never have I, I knew that there would I always had a sense that there I felt like there would be 
a man and children or a boy? Like I always had felt that and I don't know why. And, and I was getting older and I thought, you know, people were saying, are you going to get married? What's going on? And I knew he was coming. I don't know how, but. It's very bizarre. Yeah, and I, and I kind of believe her. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I drew a picture of uh, a little a little version of myself. It was, it was a picture from, from my childhood, but it was a son. And I drew it in like 2010. I drew it in 2010 or whatever. And he was sitting there. It was me. It was kind of me, but I changed it a little bit. Hobby cartoonist or whatever. Uh, and, and, I, and I thought it was like some vision of having a son. It's so bizarre. And he looks like that. That's, That's wild. wild. I, yeah. Well, I always have visions of a son. Of a son? Yeah. I feel like I've always had visions of a son. I think it's also because there's no boys in either of our... Yeah. Like, both our siblings have <laughs> two girls. Really? Yeah. yeah. So Wait a minute. Four Do girls. you have two sisters? I have I have one brother who has two girls. And gotcha. my sister has two girls. Oh, interesting. Right. So there's all no... All the cousins are... Yeah, yeah, all the cousins are girls. Yeah. Well, we're not like married yet. But they they don't know that because they're seven. <laughs> right, right. That right, was right. for your mom. Yeah, oh, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> poor Will. Well, I'm just to side Hi, note. Terry. Hi, Terry. So, Terry Miles, our number one fan, Will's mom, will text us uh, like a play by play as she listens. It's like her version of live tweeting oh, we while lo- she's we listening. Love it. Yeah, it's we the love best it. Thing. And she'll be like, oh my God, I can't believe you said that. This. And then one morning, I was in LA, <laughs> Will was here, and uh, Will wakes up to Terry messaging me because she was listening to an episode she was like he better just hurry up and ask you already yeah, and I'm yeah, like up, oh, that's up to him <laughs> and then like Will wakes up he's like hey what are you like who wants to wake up to their mom and girlfriend talking about <laughs> if he's gonna propose or not oh my god it's adorable how long are you are you together uh, three almost years. almost three years. Yeah. yeah, this summer. Nice. Okay. Yeah, but I was married I mean people they've heard this I've been, I was married before so I'm not like as yeah, it's not as big a deal. What's the word? As what's the rest of that sentence? As um, yeah, uh, I don't feel the have to and shoulds as uh, much, and no one puts pressure on me because my parents are actually like the opposite of pressure. They're like, please be sure. Like mm, we don't. First yeah. of all, we're not paying for anything. Second of all, like we don't want to keep calling people family, and then mm. you know they're old. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it is weird when someone's family, and then suddenly you, you rarely think about the family you lose yeah. in right. breakups and in oh, divorces yeah. and stuff. You know, like. These people are your in-laws or your, you know, whatever. I mean, we're not married, but I do feel like his, Will's family, oh, you know, yeah, or my family. Our families are close. Yeah. And nice. it is weird when you, and then you're like, not anymore, you know, like, and I'm sure, I know people who've had like things where they're like still friends with the mom, even though they broke up and it's, it's weird. So and, yeah. and that's awkward. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah awkward. I, I, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. I mean, I won't say exactly who, but there's people that I know and know them well. And the 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 you know the the, the wife the ex wife comes over and is part of stuff you know yeah, that's... I I was just always like I don't know how that actually goes down but well we had unless there's a kid involved like yeah. that I get but well we we haven't even had an episode since this happened we had drinks with my ex husband his new wife and his two kids yeah a few yeah. weeks ago oh okay yeah I mean I had <laughs> stayed friends friends with him we're like family. And but I hadn't met his new wife yet, and he had never met my ex. And yeah. it was really cute because his two little white twins were sitting on Will's lap, <laughs> playing with his afro, being like, "What's Aww. this?" Yeah. Um, They're like two or three or something. Yeah, like that, yeah, and I burst into tears. I was like, "This is beautiful." Like it was like just so delightful. Like you had come full circle. 
Yeah, yeah, like I think yeah. I would even invite him to my wedding. And he was excited to meet me. I was excited to meet him. You were. I was yeah. wondering how you felt about it. No, I, I've well, I've heard he like painted that. He's he's this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh really? He's a cool really? guy. He's white guy. It's a white guy. Yeah. yeah. White guy painted that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's interesting. <laughs> For those of you at home who can't, who don't it know, it is clearly it's if Picasso had been born in Zimbabwe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is like a, I always thought it looked like it's this painting on our wall that my ex husband made. For me, God, he gave it to me as a gift, like, when we were just dating. I don't even remember when he made so it, like but 15 years it kind of looks like a, a weird Picasso DJ kind of thing. It's very, it's got a lot of African influence. It's yeah. good. I mean, he I maybe, love Maybe the, that was his, the same way you drew your son. My ex-husband right. drew my new boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he knew. Exactly. Wow, That's he called you forth. That's what I'm thinking. He called you forth. Nice call back. <laughs> yeah. You're better Perfect. looking. Exactly, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure if we disassembled you and put yeah. you on a canvas. If you if you stretch me out a little bit, right? who knows? I think he's uh, wearing headphones, too. Exactly, yeah. see? Yeah. But, but this other guy's... I'll, I'll take a picture of this and put it on Twitter. Yeah, you should. Shout out to Tim for the painting. And Tim is white yeah tim is yeah. white very white that's so interesting yeah yeah, yeah. Very, very evolved him very evolved i like the yeah. guy yeah they're gonna be on the podcast soon yeah oh, nice. this is so bizarre and you're fine with all this i love the guy i well here's the thing he also i've we've like sort of heard about each other for three years now okay it makes sense that you would. i did a solo show about my whole marriage yeah. and divorce for two years will came to nine performances of yeah. it you i did mean, yeah I wanted to know about that relationship, just to be like, because so I've never known after anyone. Four viewings. Yeah. D- did you feel like you had it? You could grok it. Sort of. I was picking up new stuff every time. That's where I was like, that's okay. So cool. It was yes. when I first started dating. And yeah. you, did you improvise d- different times, or was um, it pretty scripted? No, it, it was pretty scripted. I mean, I would like throw in a line here and there if if something came up. Right. But my director Brandy Barber was very yeah. much a stickler of like try to do this more mm-hmm. as an actress rather than. As a you know, freewheeler, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It was it was a really cool way to be like, hey, this is literally every shitty thing about me, and like what an asshole I've been in my past. Do you still want to date me? And he was, and it was great because the relationship I was in before Will, part of why we broke up was because he came to a pre like a workshop of the show and was uncomfortable mm. with yeah. With and also for Tim, me, Tim? No, 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 a different. There was a guy between me and Tim yeah. also. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And he was uncomfortable with the show. He was uncomfortable with a lot of stuff I talked about on stage. Yeah. He was into mm. it at first when we first met. Very typical, I think, comedian, non-comedian dating. Right. Where it's like at first, it's like, whoa, you're the coolest. And then like once you become wife potential. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, you're my really, woman. Yeah. You yeah. Right. You're yeah. really this way. Like, yeah. You yeah. really do this. Yeah. Like, and I thought also, it was an like, act sort of yeah. Right. And like now it involves me and like. I feel ashamed if you're too open or sexual or like whatever it is on stage. And I just, I mean, I very much, it became like, I'd never really had a very good list of deal breakers, Mm. but I was actually grateful that happened because that became a deal breaker for me where I was like, I will never again let someone distract me from what, yeah, what I want to do. It feels like they're cutting you. Yeah. Yeah. And that was actually, so Dion and I had like a great, and I want to go back to the meeting story. I feel like I just totally derailed everything, but uh, we did a show together at a mattress <laughs> store, uh, oh, not to brag, and I did a bunch of jokes about... It was in Soho. It was not Soho. Wait, what was it? It was, it was, it was the what? It was Casper Mattresses. If they're listening, we would love oh, for you wow, to sponsor yeah. our podcast. And it was a storytelling show, it was like a promo for Casper, and I did a bunch of my jokes about being codependent, and you thought I meant 
possibly being an alcoholic, like, right? right? Like possibly related to like Al-Anon or... Yeah, right. but I was more oh, talking okay. about relationships because mm-hmm. I've often buried myself into... I think a lot of people do it, like obsessed with guys, mm-hmm. you know, this guy, well, as long as I'm with someone. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's something a lot of people... But I, I love making fun of it now because I think it's something a lot of people relate to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Put all your value oh, in yeah. having a partner rather than giving yourself the space to be yourself right. and then the right partner floats in. And then also realizing that all those partners that didn't work help you become who you are. Like I said, with that last guy, I would have yeah. never figured out what a big deal breaker interfering with my truth based art. And that's been Julia Rossi's <laughs> Ted talk. Ten minutes with no okay. breath. I want to be. That was, no, that's not 10 minutes. That was not 10 minutes. <laughs> it was, that was not. It was oh, eight minutes. That was, no, it was good. It was good. Talk and listen to the first five up ep- first, like four or five episodes. Right. I'm guilty of talking the whole time. <laughs> I did not give anyone a chance. I am so sorry to those guests. I would love to have them back. I've worked yeah, so we, hard to cool out. You have to be yourself. Yeah, exactly. Listen, I recently yeah. left Big Black Car, which is the improv team that I was a part of okay. for a long time. And it was the longest running improv team, boasting such alumnus as, uh, you know, uh, Kristen Shaw and Kurt Brauneler yeah. and uh, Ellie Kemper, right? Blah, blah, blah. They all wanted to rehearse with a coach, and I don't want to do that. Yeah. And so... Not Ellie Kemper and not... No, no, yeah, no. Not, but the, new, all, the yeah. new crop, right? Mm-hmm. The new crop of people in the last five years or whatever, this latest group, they all wanted to improvise. Uh, they, always, they all wanted to... But I, I don't want to. So the founder of the People's Improv Theater, Ali Faranakin, very good friend of mine, shout out to Ali, um, gave me a slot Saturdays at 6 p.m. to do my own solo show. So it's solo and it's improvised. And as my friend Seth Herzog said recently, he said, I'll bet that's not self-centered. I'll bet, <laughs> I'll bet you that has nothing to do with self. But what I'm saying is I'm sitting up there a lot like Jim Jones, the cult leader uh. who in Guyana like, had like 900 people like killed. I'm basically sitting there on a microphone going through my own stuff. I'm defending what you just had to do. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, you gotta just do you and yeah. see where it. Like, if that's your natural thing, I don't know what's happening with this show. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous for me to be up there, but there are moments of real wonderful stuff that the audience and I are agreeing yeah. is happening in the room, and there are moments of absolute mis- miserableness, you know, that are happening. But yeah. I'm sticking with it because we through I, it. Right? My point is, I am trying to let go of a lifetime of pretending like I don't want attention. I Mm. want attention. Mm. I want attention. I was called a bad student when I was growing up because I was competing with the only other performer in the room, and that was the teacher. Two performers were fighting for stage time. It was me (laughs) in the back and her in the front, or him in the front. So, And I've always felt like such a bad person my whole life because I just... So if you can just say, I want attention... Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have meetings of two, right? In our, we're skipping forward now. We we speak, we we talk together. We have meetings of two. We use a timer. Oh, really? Time I will scares. speak for three yeah. minutes. She will speak for three minutes. Wait, oh, that's so good. I will speak for three can, minutes. She will speak for three. Can minutes. I wait? So just so I'm clear, because Will's, I can tell Will really likes this idea, I love and, it. I don't, yeah. and I think it's a great idea. See so me in meetings. So it's just the two of you. Yes. And it's when you're trying to figure something out, right? Well, it's, it can be when you want to figure something out. It's when you feel like you just want some closeness. 
And these things will go on easily before you know it, like an hour and 10 minutes of three, 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 five, 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 ten, ten, depends. And 10 so seconds in between of for silence, meditation. which kind of That's drives me perfect. a little crazy. Oh my gosh, how did you come up with this? We didn't. We got it from one of our groups. Nice. Okay. Ooh. I like that a lot. Yeah. It's a, mar- it's a marriage saver. It's a life changer. Yeah, so in your tool section. Put it yeah, in your yeah, tool seriously. section, yeah. I love this idea. <laughs> Meetings of two. And in there, you keep the focus on yourself. You talk about yourself. You don't say, and another thing that you do, yeah. when you're going to hear this, you say, you know, I feel angry when I, you know, experience you as not caring as much about, I don't know, cleaning up. That's the thing that my wife seems to think I don't want to do. Mm, yeah. Oh, I, that's really odd. Isn't that weird? I don't know. Wow. Isn't that weird? Hey, is that true? Is that accurate? Yeah. Oh my God. There's no seam. I can. Seams, madam, nay it is. I know not seams. <laughs> So yeah, it really is helpful, and I, you you would have no idea how long like five minutes happens in a second. You know? And does it? And can it be stuff that doesn't even have to do with the relationship? Can it just be like? It can be whatever. It can be whatever. There's the guidelines that you're following, or you're not just berating that person. You're sharing your feelings. Yeah. Mm. And just think, like the rules are like you know, I feel or I felt angry yesterday when you were storming through the place, and I felt like you know. I just I felt afraid. I felt afraid is very different than saying I felt like you were an asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that's yeah. really a thought. It's a judgment. Yeah. And to make that little distinction, parse that little distinction is very helpful because one is I'm bringing forward my feelings, which is, you know, are like I told my wife recently, like I need. Uh, I, I was talking about. I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was about touch. It was about touch. <laughs> It was about touch and physical closeness, and it wasn't just sexuality. It was just like touch. My wife likes to work, work, work. She likes to work. She likes to run around and clean things up and always be moving. That's right. Right, yeah. I don't really like to, but I, when I feel like he does not like to do that. Yeah, so yeah. I feel no, like I'm one very of, zen. I'm yeah. like the, I'm like the, I'm like the whatever the creature in the wild of Africa is that just sits there until it's time to kill. Right. Then oh, I kill. Oh, that's oh, exactly. Oh, that's exactly who I am. <laughs> Hell using, yes. Yeah, using exactly. a, a disposable banana peel as his rug or something, and then he, you move on. He he yes. said to me when we first started dating. I burn it up as I go, you know. I'm, zen, I'm very zen, you know. I mean, I because well, oh, I only hang on to both of you. Yeah. I mean, look behind you. Yeah, we're very. This is everything. Oh, he's like, that's actually my little. That's girl. hers, but yeah. Oh my god, this guy! I feel like I've said this a million times on the podcast. I will find crumpled receipts just like on a table, and I'm like, oh, this must be something about yesterday. It's like 2000, like six, 15 or something. Like a sandwich he got, and I'm like, what? he's like, oh, I was gonna throw that away. I was like, when in like 2021? Like you never know when the IRS is gonna ask why you write number seven subs. Yeah, 2013. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now see, now we're we're conflating two different issues though, because you are you tend more to, uh, I won't say the word. Control. No, it's a C word, but it's clutter. Oh, okay. Clutter. <laughs> clutter. Well, no, I had a real plot right before we left. We met, rather. It was it was hilariously. It was just such an issue. I mean, he the first time he came into my apartment, there was literally. Have you guys seen uh, Close Encounters? Yeah. And you know how there's that mound. Potato. He re, he re, yeah. he like builds the whatever he thinks he's seeing. It was kind of 
like that much stuff. I was trying this new business out. It was kind of like network marketing, and I had all the supplies, all did, of the products. Oh right, right, right. And right. Uh, and pyramid, so it was a pyramid scheme. But I, I had a dating plan at the time. I was on. I had a dating plan. We were on a date. We were both on separate dating plans from our separate advisors. Oh, oh yeah, okay. so we so we, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so we yeah, go so back. We can. Let's go we'll back. Go back. Well, do you want to finish date. the the what? mountain? Yeah. Oh yeah. So basically, um, I I. Refrain. I, I was just like, I'm not having sex outside of a committed monogamous relationship for at least eight dates. And I was, and I, and my plan was the same. So it was date seven eight to twelve, and it, it, it got 12. too late, and we had been hanging out in Central Park, and he said, I, I need a place to stay. I can't. I, I missed the last train to South Orange, which I'm not sure I really did, and I, and I, <laughs> I think I could have. So I, so I thought I, I said, no, button. you have to find a friend because this is. Really important to me. And I got puppy dog eyes. Or, or something. And and yeah. we took a cab back to my apartment. And, I, you know, the another big issue was I wasn't prepared. I mean, I had this clutter, mound in the clutter. middle of my, my it was apartment. And you I mean, literally waited. You had more stuff in there. It was, re- than, it was really. It was fire code. And, really, and that was yeah. that was decluttered for me. So, I, I mean, imagine it would but have been. she comes yeah. by it very honestly. And this is why I love her. I don't even want to say it. It's really deep from the past. Well, our house burned down, my childhood home. So I think okay. I, maybe subconsciously I'm grabbing things for the fire, you know, after, yeah. you know, just trying to get reassembled. Anyway, so he came in. He he no, waited out in the no. hall. He I was told a, to yeah. wait out in the hall for at least twenty minutes. <laughs> and While you did say, what? Our exactly. our apartment building it does have a grand entrance. It really does. So yeah. he he sat there and. I just, I was just like, oh my God. Like, it was just one of my worst fears <laughs> coming true. I'm like, no. Ah, but you know what it was? That was a beautiful moment because her need to connect on a, on the next level and give herself over exceeded the fear she had of somebody coming in. And it was just barely. They mm-hmm. just barely exceeded. Like me sitting on that little stoop waiting for you to let me in just barely exceeded your ability to tolerate the nausea of what would happen if I walked in and saw but you. But that, I didn't the, mind. I didn't mind that. It was, the, it, clutter is, is, is not knowing how to, not deciding about it. unmade not, decisions. Yeah. Not yeah. knowing what to do with something. I got three backpacks full of clutter in there. <laughs> That's oh my God, it drives me yeah. crazy. Yeah. It was? I'm not, I hate clutter. I'm gonna when you guys leave, I'm already gonna clean out my closet for the fifth time this month. Nice. Yeah, it, yeah. It really That's is good. like a, yeah. there's something about it. It's it's opens, very spiritual it task. opens. Yeah. Yeah. So Decluttering. Anyway. Wait, but what I think, but I think what you're saying, and I agree mm-hmm. with you, and then I want to hear the more of the story. What led up to that is the it's the whole idea of sh- presenting yourself really rot to someone, and I and I understand, you know, there's certain things you might not want to attack someone with on a first mm. date, you know, but I, but I think a real problem with dating culture and maybe it's always been this way, but just all these like shows and magazines and stuff. And I talk about this all the time that have like rules mm. of how you're supposed to behave. Like don't sleep with them on the first date or don't tell them this or make sure they don't see this. And it's like, but all that stuff comes out eventually. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when you're sort of putting up these facades on dates, I mean, I feel like a lot of the couples we've had on the show and a lot of my favorite couples or ones that are like, oh man, they I and I shit my pants, and that was when yeah. I that's when I knew I loved her. You know, like it's just like it's because it, it's messy. Because like yeah. you know, I I know there's a time and place for like the gross stuff and then the sexy stuff or whatever. But truth is, like I might be changing your underwear one day, boo. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. It's funny you should mention that because uh, when we were closing in on. Uh, getting engaged and I was like just wandering around and 
thinking about like what am I going to do next and is this right or is these messages that are coming yeah. to me like you should move forward you know or should with you her. move forward with Amy yeah <clears throat> I remember seeing on Atlantic Avenue just we just live up in up, up the street a little bit oh okay. nice um, I remember seeing this old couple and Ali has since made fun of me for this sentiment but uh, this old couple were walking and one they were leaning on each other basically and I, I you know I said, well, we're going to get older. And we have both waited past 40 to get married. I'd never been married before. Yeah. Nor had I. And we yeah. both waited. And then I was like, well, you're going to get older. And will, you, will this be the person that you want to be like leaning on and moving down the street with? And it became clear to me in that moment. I was like... Yes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yes, y- yes. no, 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 not yes and, but <laughs> the only, no, the only thing you're, you're picking up on right now, which is legit, which is, would you have been the only person I could possibly follow through on that equation with? I mean, who's to say? I don't know. But that's the only part. No, no, no. That's the only part that you're seeing any kind of perturbation in my eyes and thoughts. Right, okay. But as far as who was available and who I was, Yes. Yeah. It's not that romantic. And my friend said, oh, so you were looking for a nurse in your, in your old age. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, well, that's mm-hmm. Ali. But Ali, you know, and a lot of comedians are say the worst thing because the worst thing that you can say is the truest thing. That's what that's what the thought is because that comes from an abusive home model. Right. Of like, the worst thing you can say has to be the truest thing. Let's say that first and then we can get it out of the way. But I don't know about that, you know. What? Well, like that exposing the worst is somehow the truest because I used to think that and I grew up that way and then it was pointed out to me that you're constantly creating your reality yeah Yeah, I'm not saying the worst I'm not saying meet someone and dump all your baggage on them I'm just saying if you have a date or you're hanging out with someone and you know like they see the pile of stuff or they like whatever it could be positive stuff too it could be they find out you have a million dollars. I don't know what it is. I'm just saying the truth. I'm not saying necessarily if it's negative truth or positive truth. I just think the truth always comes out. I, I It would be great if people put less pressure on putting a false version of themselves out there. Well, this is the first about- impression stuff, like the hiding, hiding your true self before you connect with the person. But I then it's that- you know, the other thing is I think the clutter... Or the the mess bothered me. He he knows me now. I think I'm a little bit of a compulsive cleaner, uh-huh. okay. and I think it was something I I didn't have time to tend to. Yeah, and it could have seriously been not even about him so much, but that me sitting that he could be uh, he probably didn't even notice a lot of it. I mean, about he did uh, the clutter. If I had left that mountain, he, I don't know if you would have. He kind of is just sort yeah. of happy to. Uh, he doesn't he. The, for me, I need a, an organized yeah. environment. I don't know. The energy flows better for me. I just... So it could have been that. I'm just H- saying. Hang on, hang on. This yeah. is interesting because <laughs> it sounds like what you're saying is... Like, you're talking about the difference between... Uh, you know, that's the main thing, isn't it? About psychology and self-perception. It's like, I think of myself as this type of person. Like, when you're at the grocery store, you're like, I'm the kind of person that eats kale. Yes. And you throw it in the bag. Yeah. But when you're at home, there's three rotting bags of kale. Yes, absolutely. So, but I'm still the kind of person who eats kale right. in my mind. You, you know, you're admitting to this clutter. And at the same time, you're saying, I'm, I, I need organization. I must have it. But yeah. You know. Well, I'm indecisive. It's fair to say. Well, that first night after eight dates of not 
Oh, yeah. How did you sex. first reconnect, though? Oh, okay. okay. That dinner. That dinner that, oh, that oh, right, is, yeah. right? She brought us out to that dinner. And we ended up both sort of, you know, if you can imagine this, sort of, um, I, I won't go far with it. Uh, <laughs> no, I know what you're talking about. Uh, sw- <laughs> Swo- swooping it no because you know you can beep this next sentence and I'll just say it um, oh it'd be easier if you didn't okay but tell yeah, us okay. after okay yeah. fine fine go on. fair enough fair enough you don't want to have to edit you don't yeah, have to edit. edit he told me editing's easy he said well, that's fine you can edit if you want no no no, no I'll just mark the time no no, yeah. no it's fine no, yeah. it's fine yeah. right so it's we, easier if you don't so we both sort of throughout the course of that meal I'll still say it but found ourselves with a shared characteristic in the way that we related to this connecting person okay and it was a sort of counselor, kind of listener, kind of eliciting, you know, interviewer, counselor kind of role. You know, she had had a graduate degree in it, and I was life coaching at the time. Yeah. So it was just my inclination to be that way. And we saw that we were both doing it. And we had this sort of, oh, isn't that interesting? We were sort of like co, not that this person needed counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, and so he, he offered to give and I. Um, you guys I, asked me. Oh yeah, we. He was a life coach. Yes. Okay. And so we both were interested in doing that kind of they work. They want to set up their own shingle and like have their own clients yeah. and stuff. And I was already working with clients, building them online, you know, and all yeah. this stuff. And so they wanted to go from that to the running a yes. business. So um, and so we. He said, "Why don't we first? You wanted you said I have I'll a three way. No, he said <laughs> <laughs> a three way call. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. But he said, "Why don't Why don't <laughs> I come to your key. apartment, Amy, and we'll patch in 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 um L A. and." We'll have a conference call. That terrified me. I was like, oh, uh, I don't know. I just felt I'm just really terrified. This for the first time. I felt terrified. I didn't know what to do with that. I'm, I, 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 so I said, why don't we do a what teleconference? You? Yeah, what scared you? Yeah, what were scared Having of? him over at my apartment. I just yeah. thought, oh. I, I really am so, I am really shy. Deep oh, down. I tried to go over to your apartment? You did. And I first said, thing. right. Were you, attra- <laughs> were you attracted to each other that night at the dinner? Well, like I said, the first thing I noticed was the, see, I thought that I was going to go to that dinner and possibly be with the other woman right like right, right. once more yeah uh, yeah yeah so and i but i didn't yeah. even want to because i was in like sexual recovery uh-huh. right and i was trying to like withdraw it was like somebody presenting a drink right 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 but i went anyway and so i was like uh if it happens it happens and you know you can't pass an opportunity and all that stuff that was my mindset she knows this so i was thinking more about but but my i think what ended up happening was the real connection that we had between what we were doing what we were actually up to mm-hmm. with this person was more appealing to the new part of me that was emerging than a one night stand yeah. with an ex. So just from what I gather, and she wasn't available for that anyway, too. By the way, yeah, okay, she, yeah, clearly, yeah. she was just like not. It was yeah. So it sounds like at the time that you guys met, you were both going through a lot of trying to control, I guess, your like tendencies to be compulsive about stuff. <laughs> well, and the way that our addictive. Group, let me yeah. let me say this. Yeah. Surrender it. Yeah. I would say cuz that's a key difference in the wording, control or surrender it. Okay. So, cuz what they teach us is like, you know, you're surrendering this thing and not actually trying to fight it, solve it, cuz that's what I was always trying to do and I was always losing. Mm-hmm. But the idea was to surrender it and say, I'm ready for some teaching on this. I'm ready surrender for some addictive help. behavior. Yes. Okay. And then see is there another way that you can be helped mm-hmm. in the okay. way that you were trying to solve with drinking, sex, drugs, whatever it was for you, food. You know? Yeah. And I really, I so loved the, talking with him. I loved emailing with him. That's when I started to become attracted to her, when we would talk on the phone. 
We talked on the phone late at night. We we called it what do you call it? The bread the route. Bre- yeah, but that was but that was the second time. So there's like three it? the bread route to Virginia. I'm like we could have gone to Virginia, but yeah. you know, in the amount of time we've been talking, right? <laughs> Each yeah. night, right? So we yeah. were call- and the, it happened night after night after night. So it was. Like, were you dating then? No, we were just yeah. talking. Yeah, no, I think by then we were. What happened was mm-hmm. we. So he gave and I this. This executive coaching. Okay. No one knows her last name, honey. Oh, yeah. No one knows her. It's pretty easy to figure out. Uh, Not really. Do you think so? Anyway. We'll beep it out. You can beep beep it out. out. It's a lot of beeps. Just just, just say she. So she, uh, so he he coached (laughs) us both. I'm coaching you right now. Executive coaching. And I took notes and he said the payment... The payment for me would just be if you guys took notes and gave me feedback so I could put it on my website. Right. Or- so I have just like some, like, how did you hear what I'm saying? Like, what, right. are, you, what are you taking away from all this? Because I can gab and gab and babble. So I did that and I sent <clears> it to <throat> him via email. And so then he, I, I, was at, um, I was at, I belong to this other, the, the, that really nice gym that I no longer go to, but um, I'm oh, happy Equinox. with what I, Equinox. I was on a machine and I saw that he was calling or, and I, I just got so nervous. I don't, I, I just don't know why. I think because, for the first time, I was talking to someone who was creative, that I was interested, that I, I found interesting. He was creative, he was funny, he was present. And that was scary to me because I was used to, my relationships in the past were with other types and right. either they were just in some way unavailable and I felt yeah. comfortable with that. And so it scared me. There's a lot of hiding you can do when someone's uh, unavailable. Exactly. You know, and so I, don't, I couldn't put my finger on it at the moment. But so eventually he asked me to go to the movies and I said, I... I I can't, I just, I don't think I can. And I said, and, uh, okay. Yeah. I said, all right. No, I get it. She said, well, you know, generally, you know, I don't really want to mix it up with people who are in that same sort of spiritual group. Uh-huh. You know? I want yeah. to keep it, uh, keep, keep it. it fresh and clean. For sure, I yeah. got that, respected mm-hmm. it, instantly backed off. And about a week later, but he, but apparently I got a call. He, he had to I put my name on a list of he was not going to contact me consciously. not Because you liked me. Don't even try it. He's like, yeah, yeah. I away. And I was just... But yeah, no. But that's one of my that's one of my unhealthy patterns is to try to like not let her know that she I, she was a value to me, yeah. You know, because then you can't take anything away from me. If you don't know what I value, then you can't. Yeah, hurt yeah, me. yeah. So that's and it. I did. I really missed talking to him. I there was something about it, and I told my dad something on my way to me. It's pretty obvious. <laughs> I, 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 We're gonna miss you when you go. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna be like, oh man, should we call? Yeah, right. Let's see what they're up to, right? Yeah. Right. You can Skype. We're, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. but we're not too far away. Nice. Um, well, I know it's Dion though. Is who? He's the uh, the. The pull. Well, I actually that, love the sound. Can I side note? I love the sound of your, your accent. Oh, really? Oh, my oh, God. My I could God. listen to it all day. <laughs> Long Island? No, Brooklyn. Okay. okay. Love yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Oh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn? Brooklyn? No, I'm from Boston. Boston. I should have been from Brooklyn. Chicago. Wow. Oh, I, I should have been from Brooklyn, right? That would make sense. Yeah. Oh, that's that so That would make funny. sense yeah. to me, yeah. Well, so it, hey. I just wanted to, I wanted to get you guys, because we have a lot, I, my, I don't know, coming here, thank you so much for asking us. I, I feel like there's so many things that we've learned and I want to well look where was so look you send that thing oh right and and so I told my dad who was a I, I don't want to I really kind of want to maintain his but he really was he's kind of he's a police officer police officer in the eight the, the late white guy what, if, you, if you can't tell right 70s mm-hmm. white guy okay yeah, 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 yeah. Cop. so he was just Brooklyn, very yeah. yeah very um Irish very just my dad's an Italian immigrant if that makes you feel any better yeah 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 it's kind of like takes very, a minute yeah <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. In this modern yeah. day, I'm yeah. just like, yeah. so I said to him, I said, Dad, I think I'm going to be with the, I, I talked about Dion the whole ride to my sister, not the whole ride, but some. 
And he was, I, I said, I remember going around the roundabout and I was like, I, I think I'm going to date this guy. And, and I had put a hard break. Your dad was like, Dion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dion. <laughs> ah, I can do him. You well, know, this I can is do part him. of like the fun Dion. story. That right, like right. A... So basically, um, when I got back, I, I, no, oh, right. Oh, Russell Simmons was doing a contest for, he needed a, a, the cover for his book. She she it's said so she reached out. So well, let me just give the and the, so and it was really genuine and innocent. No, she wanted to reach back out. She needed a thin premise. <laughs> she called and said, "I know you draw, so Russell Simmons needs a book designer." And so, so I was lame. just wondering if you still wanted to go out. I think he's giving five hundred dollars. I mean, you must have been like, "What's oh, your sign?" Aries. Okay. Do you what follow you? signs? I'll only no, but my sister's a Libra, and that sounds everything. like something my sister would do. She knows everything about it. I'm, I have Moon in Pisces. I mean, that I don't know. I'm a Scorpio. Oh, I'm a, I'm a Gemini. <laughs> Gemini. You and me, fast friends. Yeah, yeah. Libra. Air, air signs. Air signs. But I have Venus. That's you, you guys, and me. Yeah. the purpose That's of this podcast, Venus is really the sign you want to focus on because it's the love sign. Okay. So I have an Aquarius, and he has Libra. I think so. We're compatible in that way too, good. which is good. We'll yeah. look it up. We'll figure it out. Venus. Yeah, Venus. The Venus planet. Planet Venus is like the love planet. There's a change happening. She, somebody just uncradled their mic. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, it just... Okay. Um, I took my mic out of the stand. <laughs> so I want to get down to business. Uh, down to breast tail. like, oh my God, the mic's coming Wait, out. So, okay, so your dad a little apprehensive? Oh, yeah, he... Did, uh, yes. Yes, yeah, like, uh, yeah. Dion, uh, isn't that a colleague guy's name? Dion is like one of his top no, favorite people. Well, hang on. And he's one of mine. Like, we sat down at dinner the first time at the family get together at the like restaurant. Chat and chew, and, and right in the. Because it was kids. We needed, you know, kids yeah, and family yeah. and everybody, and all the nephews and everybody. And Empty he table. sat down. Yeah. And with the, we just ended up, so it was the two of us. We got along insulate. But that is so I kind of a similar thing. Yeah. You, you guys get along pretty well. You're still getting to know each other. But uh But we have the same jokes. Yeah, same jokes. Times. And That's uh my dad yeah. my dad, you're talking about someone That's who good. we all just want attention. Whoo wee, yeah. this guy. Um He but, clearly should have been a comedian. He should have been a comedian. He he yeah, he would he I'm living his dream life. He and holds court. Uh, anytime he's in a room he is holding court of like, all right, I got some jokes here, you guys. Yeah, you and listen? then he and then he goes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. It's like you think he's weak, like he's like literally. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> like that. You have to see. That's you horrible. have to see what Julie's that doing. Like, so she's going into this paroxysm of like this yeah. spasmodic. Her face <laughs> That's gets what red. He does. His eye, like his face, get, he that he looks so like cute. his face is legit gonna explode. Yeah. And it's usually something he said that's like completely inappropriate. He's so inappropriate, but I love him. And I uh, like the inappropriate jokes though. Yeah, but he. <laughs> that's how we get along. But, but it was wow. really cool to watch, and I've talked about this a little bit on the podcast before, and I'm curious mm-hmm. if you have the same experience to grow up, kind of being told what was expected of me mm-hmm. when it came to choosing a partner, and you know, black people stay with black people, white people stay with what, you know, all that stuff. And then to see them now, like this guy sitting at my family's table, yeah. you know, I mean, it's it's just, I never, it's it's really cool to be like, hey, it's not that big of a deal, you know, and mm-hmm. if everyone could have a personal experience, I think, with people that are different than them, they would be a lot more accepting. It's the fear of the unknown that gets people. 100%. Yeah. Well, I, I, mean, I, credit, I credit Dion um, here. It, it's moving to me. It's one of the reasons I really love you um, is because he, in in the face of all of this, he kind of seeks my dad out and like took That's him to the movies. Yeah. Took him to the movies. That's what Will does. Yeah, and my brothers. I love my brothers. 
But they're, you know, they have a different relationship with my dad. And it's almost like my dad, my, he accepts my dad the way I guess my brother's can't because they're his real like they're his son right well, right yeah, yeah. Let, let's let me just add this let me add <laughs> yeah. this because just to counterbalance what you're saying uh because your brothers might hear this and they might think that i love you, you guys i mean well, right and i have to add also i i don't have the baggage that you even have with him you know what I mean? I don't I even for... want to mention baggage. Well, no one has baggage. Same, yeah. No one has, yeah. no one has the kids' baggage. Yeah. Right. The way that. Right, and that's normal. Because you come in fresh. It's just an exactly. older guy to me. It's a guy yeah, in his same 70s. Yeah. Nice dude, I'm going to give him a break. How's he treating me? That's how I'm going to treat him, and I'm going to offer, give him benefit of the doubt. But, you know, you see, I see my own father, and I got all these historical resonances, these memories. Yeah. I'm always, you know. Yeah. So I that, remember the, one time asking Will, I was like telling him a, some situations with my dad and his temper, and I was like, so what do you think of that? He goes, oh, I think he's a cool guy. And yeah, I was like, all I know is the yeah, guy I met. Yeah, you know, and yeah. I was like trying to bring Will into my, you know, because we all have different things. Like, yeah. it's so funny because I'll talk to my friends who have kids, and sometimes they'll be like, oh, man, I feel like I really like messed my kid up, or like, what if I damaged my kid? Oh, my kid saw me art, like whatever it is. And I'm like, yo, all kids are messed. <laughs> like, all kids are going to experience something. If it's not from the parents, yeah. it's going to be yeah. at school. If it's not, it's like yeah. something, you're always going to have wounds. So, but you're, I'm not going to see whatever wounds like, Will's parents, hi Terry, uh, may have instilled <laughs> exactly. and vice versa. Well, that's yeah. the beauty of coming together. That's the beauty of it, too. It's like an unexpected gift that these guys, our fathers, didn't expect. You know? Yeah. It's like he genuinely, I mean, they are fast friends. Like, Dion loves, I mean, not, <laughs> my dad loves TV. It, it, he's on late night. My dad couldn't make my dad prouder. Like, mm. my dad Aww. is the biggest. He's the biggest he's fan. He's the biggest fan. And, that and makes me happy. He I'm glad he likes about it. him, you know? So it's like, <clears throat> it's this unexpected collision of, you know. That's why we believe like a higher hand brought us together. Right, yeah. You I know? feel that way too, though. Yeah. I mean, the painting. Yeah. 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 I mean, the painting's a nice <laughs> a lot spot, of but do you really, you guys, I mean, I don't know what your. your Spiritual? With, yeah. I mean, I was raised Catholic, Italian Catholic. And I, but like, you know, I, I have, I meditate. I really enjoy Buddhist lectures. I mean, I kind of relate to, I don't know. I feel like religion or spirit. I don't, I wouldn't know how to verbalize what I believe to you. I just believe that there's energy. And I know that when I put out positive energy, positive things happen. I know when I put out negative energy, negative things happen. So my therapist always described it as co-creating with God. Mm. She was like, I'm not saying this as a religious connotation, but mm-hmm. you co like, you know, you can't just pray and do no work, but you can't also just do all this work and kind of be like, everything is shit. Mm. Right. There's sort of like a, a middle ground. So mm. I guess that if I had to call my religion, anything, I feel like I'm co-creating with the universe or God, mm. you know, like whenever I walk by a church, I like to go in and, talk to my grandparents because mm. that's in my mind where they live and it's the weird thing is i always ever told you this i always my italian out out of my mouth i get really nervous when i pray i pray only in italian oh really that's I didn't so know that. that's yeah. like, really full, like suddenly i'm like wow. completely fluent because i'm talking to my grandparents yeah and it's like i can say everything i'm trying i know all the words but when i actually have to talk it out loud i get nervous but so i i don't really know but i i do believe in in good is that an answer? That's a great answer. Totally. I mean, that you could and just I identify with you a could, lot of it. You could just uh, cut that little section out, and like you could probably 
sell that on iTunes. And I mean, yeah, right. It's yeah. like a little, no, it's like a little world view. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Well, it which, sounds very diminishing. It, it, I don't mean that. I mean a very concise and clear worldview. Yeah. And then Will was raised, what, to kind of seek all of it? Uh, well, yeah. We were raised pretty unorthodox in that we were raised, we went to church every now and then, and then like holidays, like every family, I guess. Uh, <laughs> You go for the holidays, and then we were uh, asked to read the Bible and like have conversations about the Bible with mm. our parents, and then we got the right to choose whatever religion we felt more connected with. And what uh, were the choices at like in fourteen? The house? Any of them? Any any religion at all? My brother uh, read a lot of the uh, the Quran and felt connected to that, and so he was a Muslim throughout mm. high school and college. But he's not anymore. He's right? not anymore. Yeah, he uh, now everybody's sort of. And I, I studied Buddhism in like high school and college, and so now. We don't have a definitive religion, but we're all just like, yeah, there's something. There's something, right? There's a lot unexplained. And so my there's a lot of conspiracy theories about aliens in my family as well. And like oh, that's all that stuff. So, other, yeah, 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 that's another angle. So there's so much that's an unexplained. Open, that in itself yeah. is an open-mindedness to something, yeah. right? Exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Do you guys have a religion that you practice? Well, that, this segues, it, it's a nice segue <laughs> into one of the other things that was like sort of a... An interesting moment of he saw my bookshelf and he said, "Oh my, oh. she has the weirdest books that I have on my bookshelf." Like we had the same book. We had the same. Books. Oh wow, it was so kind bizarre. Of books. Well, like a, uh, you know, a, a year to live. A year to live by <laughs> Stephen Levine, which is a, a an exercise that you do, which I did in two thousand four, and I did in like the late nineties, I think. Whoa. You you live for that year like it's your last year, including Whoa. a funeral in a, a graveyard, which I had. Yeah. I did Shit. all of it. I did <laughs> all of it. And it really, really changed my point of view on what was important, you know, because I was just thinking every day, like, this is my last year to live. It made me be more direct with people yeah. and get cut out a lot of the BS, yeah, yeah, you know. But anyway, so she had that. Um, books by Thich Nhat Hanh, books oh, by Suzuki. Right you know Thich Nhat Hanh. Totally, yeah. You know? so Hamid Chodron. I think the four of us you know? should get married. Yeah, right? <laughs> See how to eat right there? there we go. Yeah, and then I also yeah. have the other one and by the other him. one's in there. Yeah. Whoa, yeah. you have Dilbert. Like, you have some cartoony things here. Yeah. I just read A Miracle of Mindfulness. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, I had just had my life changed. You know, my mom died in 2004 at the age of 54. Oh, right, and mine okay. had died. And her, her mom had died. At 53 in, in 2001. So that's oh, the wow. thing, yeah. that's yeah. thing you guys that we picked up all those. But you're also wearing a cross. Oh, yeah, my dad actually gave this to me. I, I don't, my dad gave it to me, and I wear whatever. I usually yeah, wear I totally understand that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, my dad gave it to me. Yeah. So it sounds like I mean, if I'm not mistaken, you're kind of like us, where there's like an openness to just goodness. Yeah, and, yeah. well, yeah. the Very design. Much. If you're looking for the wisdom tradition or the design for living, I would say that it's those anonymous things. Yeah, you know, that that structure. Yeah, that's the one that we use to sort of commune and connect with. Uh, Are you going to the bathroom with that? Oh, I don't know where Will's going, but he's getting present, up to get and something. And the present moment, um, Eckhart Tolle, is that how you say it? That's oh, say yeah. It. The present moment is we both were, Dion kind of like, you listen, you listen to that all the time. Yeah, it was going to a rough time in the early 2000s, and I just listened to Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now, every day, and his own presence yeah. brought me to presence. Do you want to know where I read Eckhart Tolle's book? I read it. It was, I had, I was going to, <laughs> I'm scared. I'm no, scared. I mean, I, I was, it was really sad. It was, uh. I knew, I knew my marriage was good. like I knew where it was ending, but I just hadn't didn't have the balls to say it yet. And we had a trip planned with my then in laws to go visit my 
then husband's brother in Montana. Mm. And I was like, well, I don't want to cancel a trip. And I kept always thinking like maybe something was going to make it fix it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, maybe this trip. I don't know. Right. But then when I got there and we're like sharing next door to each other cabins, I'm like, oh, this is like a good, this is the last time I'm going to see these people. But they didn't know that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I brought Power of Now with me to read, which is like such an intense book to yes. read. So we would like be at dinner and then I'd like, excuse myself to read a little bit of the book and I'd go to the bathroom and just like weep and have diarrhea yeah. and then come out and be like what's for dinner like I was just told, and then we'd like go see a bear in the woods and I'd be like I hope the bear kills me and then I'd read more of the book I was losing my mind yeah that's a falling out it's like the yeah, Greek yeah. you know that's that's a huge moment yeah where it involves shit and wild animals yeah. and like yeah. you don't know if you're sane yeah she had gone through one you see if you go through that, in my in my, my, my belief and my experience, if yeah, you go through a follow of a falling out like that, a bottoming out, you can't be with somebody who hasn't had that. Yeah. Because yeah. you're passing through a thing and you're going to another place. And you realize that, you know, the, and, the people who are reaching down to help you, they could they could sort of they, they could help you slightly, but you really have to go through whatever it is. Well what's interesting what right. you're saying and and so I can maybe clarify because I really like it is so you want to make sure you want to be cautious when you're partnering up to not partner up only because of your shared trauma or shared you know what what was the term that you used that we like intimacy intimacy like you want to make sure it's not coming from that however it is also important to have a shared you know my stuff that i've dealt with in my life isn't the same as will's we have a shared empathy and desire to learn about it and give each other space to heal from it mm-hmm. together. Is that is that kind of what you're yeah, saying? It, 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 that's a good way to put it. I mean, without, I guess we, I, on the way here I said, you know, you felt like home. I, it sounds really corny, but he felt like that, he had the capacity for all that you just described. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and that was very essential. Like I felt like I could, I was, I could thrive and it was sustainable. I often say that, that it was, we it, what, whatever we had, was going to be sustainable we both had commitment issues like as far as like saying we're in this forever or whatever in the beginning we committed 24 hours at a time for over a year what does that mean oh, every like that. morning exhausting but every yes. morning we would just commit for the next 24 hours like i commit and we won't bring up we won't use break up yeah, yeah. Uh, argument material because that's unfair that's outside the bounds right. throughout the day so at noon you can't go oh and I'm you can't intimate and try to trigger their abandonment issues I did that this morning she always does well see <laughs> but here's oh, the I thing this, morning. this is the beauty the beauty of, of committing in the morning is that you have to actually deal and you say for this day yeah we're in and there's yeah. no getting out we're going to deal with it whatever we have to go through and if you want to leave you bring that up in the morning and yeah, you say yeah. I can't commit today because I'm actually not and you find he you called guess. me bougie this morning. Bougie, and I, what yeah. were you doing? What, why'd you call me bougie? <laughs> why'd you call me bougie? Uh, just a thing of uh, of like looking at apartments Sorry. and being like. This oh, apartment. oh! I said something about an apartment size and about being like, like I was. I just was talking about city sized apartments. I wasn't, and he. Took and I've it only and, known cities, so I'm I'm always like, mm-hmm. this is just how you live. But, but she I wasn't grew up saying in the anything suburbs, negative. So I think it's like not bougie. Even I've even known bougie people in the city, but. 
It just felt to me bougie. He's just like, never used that word with me, and I didn't like I've it. I've used it a few times. Uh, <laughs> when, when, can I, can we go into this just a tiny bit, and we edit it out? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's we can terrible. keep it in. But let me ask you. No, 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 I want to go further. So when you hear the word bougie, yeah. what, is it, what does it say to you? Um, because I've only heard it used in negative, when Will has used it, he's used it kind of like, shh. She's bougie, like kind of like mean, <laughs> or it's been in songs that you listen to where I feel like they're calling someone a bougie bitch. And I'm, and I, and so, but what I hear, what I, so we both have different interpretations of what it meant. I think of bougie as a girl, and this is, you know, everyone to each their own, but like I don't demand that we'll pay for things. I'm not very materialistic at all. I'm like pretty easy. Can you agree with yeah, me? Yeah, no. yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm like very. I don't demand much. Agree with me, right? No, no. Yeah. I mean, as, far as, as far as like materialistic stuff goes, I'm not. Right. I'm not like a label whore. No, like I, God no. So that, I would. That's, I would have been far away. Right, but but that's what I associate with bougie, and I just never heard him. And it just we just were disconnected, and so I did the abandonment thing, which was really messed up, and I'll be more aware of it. Where I go, well. Maybe you should go date someone who's not so bougie. And I walked away. Ooh, and I just there realized it is. that there was it so... Is. That was pull so... Pull the plug. Right. You pull yeah. the plug temporarily. Right. It yeah. opens up. It opens up. It's a really dangerous thing to do. I, I do it a lot. I, it's I a blow-up gesture. It's like, you know, you drop the plunger on the dynamite. And you just... It's like snakes. You know, snakes of the same type, you know, when they fight, they don't use their poison on each other. They wrestle oh, really? out. Yeah. In the woods. You know, in the you know out in the woods right now there are two snakes fighting fighting somewhere. Yeah. It's like you just restrain back on that one or two things that are too destructive, you know. I love that. It really it made it so that's we're married. Thing. We're married now for four years, going on five. Yeah, yeah that, that's that. the other thing. We 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 definitely have our moments of feeling where the warmth of the relationship is not there. And so we... And we've we, learned to wait for it to return, too. Yeah, we, we, we don't fight it out until it's all good again because that you just put a halt on it. You can yeah. put a halt on whatever you're talking about. Yeah, like four hours. And Say, we'll come back in a few I'm hours and type. talk about it. I'm not the type to hold a grudge, so inevitably we wind up laughing. Right, we'll go into another room, you know, and come back in, and then we're, we smile, and we're like, that was, you know, are you going to apologize? You know, something yeah, like that. Yeah, are yeah, you going to apologize? Kind of, back yeah. Yeah. When you know I'm not I mean? being so bougie, we're like, no. <laughs> I want to get to the bottom of bougie. I really, truly do. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. <clears throat> you can do whatever you want with this. I mean, it could be too invasive. No, nothing's too invasive. Okay, then, then, then let me ask you this. <clears throat> when you say... Well, I'm not a label whore, and I'm not yeah. these things, and you outlined that for us. Um, that sounds like, I mean, I'm wondering if you are tracking that. If that itself, if that, if that, if you're ignoring that way that you could possibly be, is that accruing a debt slightly in the, in the background somewhere? No idea what you're asking. Okay. <laughs> Got you think it. I'm denying that I'm actually like that? Not at all. Oh. I'm asking you. I'm truly asking yeah, you. Yeah. I'm an explorer, not a, yeah. like a whatever the other thing would be. <laughs> when when you say I am not a, I'm not a label whore and I'm not this and I'm not asking for all these things that I could be asking for, yeah, could yeah. be demanding. Uh-huh. Are you tracking that at some level? Is there a little accountant in there going, oh, oh here's another thing I didn't ask for. And so that goes over here. And, and, oh, I see what you mean. So is that almost ticking like... Up, is that ticking up a, a, a... Is there an amount ticking up? No, no, because I really... I truly have never cared about that stuff. The only times that I ever did care about, like, I want a piece of jewelry or something like that was, like, cause, and no offense to my mom, she's, you know, old-fashioned, is when my mom would be like... 
how come your boyfriend hasn't bought you a present lately? And I'm like, oh, I should care. Like, that's the only time I've really cared. Mm -hmm. So I'm not tracking it up. I feel a lot of pride in that fact about me because I think it's, it's a quality that is put upon women. And I like, I guess I get kind of braggy that I'm not, you know, like I, I don't know, maybe I do track that I remind, I don't know how to answer this. I don't know if, if you track that, maybe you track like, uh, the, cool thing, the things you're not or like, yeah. I don't know that it's that deep. You, Who knows? Dion is giving me an eyebrow raise because he thinks everything is deep. My eyebrows are just, they, they're very they are very convicting, my eyebrows, and I don't mean that to be that You way. know, I'm not upset about this at curious. all. It's curious. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's just if someone called you something that you have never been called or right. thought of yourself as, does, right? Of course, of course. Any, con, you know, confronting. Well, what was going on with you? Like, what was happening? I, Were you feeling upset about what was happening? Well, for me, I'm not a person who talks in the morning usually. And so it was a morning time. And I that just came to my mind of like, oh, yeah, the apartment's bougie. I, for me, bougie is just like an expectation of like rich people shit. That's all I mean by that. Like mm-hmm. you're you walk into a restaurant. And you're like, oh, you don't have st- you have just one knife, one type of knife and like one type of fork. But I don't do that. Not necessarily that exact thing, but there's a lot of instances of it. But it, it's you grew up. In a way, different, I think. But I grew up with very working class. I mean, almost like my parents act like they're poor. That's true. You know what I mean? So your I your dad grow- does, your mom does. So yeah. I think when you say you grew up with X, Y, and Z, I'm like, I actually didn't. Yeah. Like yeah, I yeah. grew up privileged in that I didn't have to worry about like debt or you know I got braces and all that stuff. Like I had a really nice yeah. growing up, but I did we not grow up with opulence. Yeah. I was actually raised. Maybe this is the deeper question you're asking. I mean, I was definitely raised. Where my mom, my mom judged people. She'd be like, "Oh, look at this a woman with her mink coat." So, like, mm. I think there is a little part of me that uh, learned that showing off your—it's actually the opposite of you. Mm. I learned that showing off your wealth mm. is tacky. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. So when someone is calling, when Will called me bougie for the first time in three years, I was like, "Whoa! I don't even." Mm. I, it's actually taken me time to feel comfortable owning something nice because I've always. Mm hit it because there's like this like weird Italian immigrant <laughs> mentality. Meanwhile, we wear so much gold, so it's very confusing. I'm wearing a huge gold <laughs> chain right, right now. I get what you're saying. I, I get what you're saying. These, these are pizza, like, pizza earrings. Yeah, oh pizza slice. I'm very Italian. But it is cute. this weird thing so because cute. there's Italians <laughs> who are very gaudy and for some reason my family always kind of poo-pooed that because they were like, I don't know, really proud of their like hard work. But my, you know, yeah, so that that's why I think it kind of does that make any sense? A little bit, but it my, all makes my sense. bougie means just like if you walk into a room and demand a change first or like, see, I, I don't know. Just the way I am is the way I'll walk into a room and if not everything's not in the right place, I'm totally fine with it. And I don't even I'll look at it and be like, OK, I don't notice that too hard. I'll just get over that or like something like that. And I'm quick to like just move on. But I think you'll notice something's off and immediately call it out. Oh, yeah. Like, and I'll immediately call bougie. the front desk at the hotel and yeah, be like, yeah. I asked for a blah, blah, blah. You Let know? me ask you what, what okay, I, I'm just jumping to conclusions yeah, because yeah, I don't yeah. want it to be, how much time do we have? Don't we, we got time. We're good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. No, no, we're, how we can keep going. How close it's been an hour, hour, but I think we can, I'm we really, can going, I think yeah. this is really interesting. Yeah. Okay, so let me ask you this. So, let me just get right to it. Yeah, go so for what, it. So, what scares you about her being demanding in a hotel? 
let's just call it being demanding. Since okay. bougie is so triggering, it's, yeah, triggering it, yeah. it's hard for us to hear yeah, what's yeah, happening. For sure. Uh, I don't know. It's just what what's I just don't. I don't think you... it's necessary. Right. You sometimes say things like "white people shit." I do say that a lot, which <laughs> I which I hate because and that's and I, yeah. And I, I'm not denying, I know I'm Caucasian. I know I totally understand the whole, like, people look at me differently than w- yeah, Will or yeah. whatever. But when he says that, I'm like, yeah, but I grew up talking about white people shit because I grew up immigrant Does it, like, in working class? Yeah. Does that, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I think it comes from, like, yeah, I don't know. Comes from, like? With Will? Whatever the rest of that was going to uh, be. Your perception sometimes of white women? In general, well, I mean, yeah, I guess I didn't know too many growing up. Now that I think about it, I went to school with them. Hello, <laughs> you know. Yeah, right. I know. But well, yeah. like, say you're at the hotel and she calls up and says, "Ba ba 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 ba." Is that yes. a fair example? Have you guys been in yeah, that yeah, situation? Yeah, yeah. What is the fear? There's some fear that there is a fear. I don't know what the fear is. It's just what's going to happen. Our our image, I think, in that hotel of like, oh, I'm very big on like being easy to work with, mm-hmm. and so that represents a way of mm-hmm. being. E- uneasy to work with. What happens if you're not easy to work with? You don't get jobs. You don't so get it's money. Fear of life. Fear, fear of loss. M- moving ahead in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get it. Believe me, I understand. Yeah. And, and the reason I look, there's two reasons I'm, I'm making this inquiry. One is because I'm very interested in human dynamics. Yeah. yeah. Fascinated by Obviously, yeah. we are too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the whole reason we are. made this podcast. Yeah. It's a great podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's a great podcast. Really Thank you guys. We're honored to be here. We are. We're honored Thank to have you. Yeah. Thank you. The other thing is, I'm 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 working through something myself, just personally. Oh, about, yeah. about that, which is doing this solo show. Not to get back to my solo show, I'm not promoting it because I really don't even want anybody I know to be there. <laughs> he it, doesn't. It, it worries really? me. I really don't. Everybody, go to the pit at <laughs> yeah. 6 p.m. on Saturdays. <laughs> pit in New York City. Because it gets in my head about because I want to say whatever I need to say. Yeah. Right. Because of that same thing. I'm black and white. Okay. I'm African yeah, American, right, yeah. Irish, and Italian. So I've got both people in my head. I was like, yeah. I'm looking at the both of you. I'm looking at myself yeah. together, mm. right? I feel like I have. She knows it breaks yeah, her well, heart well, if, well, if a racial if wait, a racial wait, thing comes up where I feel like less than. Well, yeah, well, can I just say racial. when we first start, it, part of our courtship was he made a he made a oh, reservation God, for into he had a bed and breakfast sort of planned and booked and everything. And I didn't know until the second time we went that he had such hard feelings about showing up for it and you know he, he left time to that where I wouldn't be there wait so he can interact with the inn owner because yeah. he wanted to the inn owner to know he was a person of color and it was so sad to me I'm like I had no idea all of that stuff had been going on in his mind I thought wow you know so it's a whole schmear so I get it you know I get yeah, yeah. you know I get there's a lot of things that you know I think about I just keep it on myself that I think about but I'm fine with that too that's just part of navigating there's also gifts real huge gifts that come from being where I am racially yeah yeah you know where I'm forced I am the confluence of those two worlds in racially at least so I can't just say oh that's those those people's problems or that's those people's problems mm, they're absolutely. both my problems I have to live through both you don't have to live through the answer. The answer has to, there has to be a way for me to live. Yes. You know, I can't just say I'm going to stay with this and stay with it. So you guys have voluntarily entered into right. that world where you, you, you can no longer say, well, it's just somebody else's Well, and I'm grateful for it. That's I mean, fantastic. And I, I don't say that. I don't mean to oh, be like, fantastic. I'm so happy to have my own Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. You know, but like, <laughs> I, I just realized how awful that sounded. Um, I was, my family was not in the U.S. at that time. But uh, True. Uh, no, but I'm, yeah. I'm really grateful because 
I and and I think also to go back to the bougie thing. God, I hate, I hate this word now. Um, but uh, <laughs> bougie. But, no, no, no. But I whatever. Maybe I like cute things. And uh, there you go. There you but, go. But especially because when I was a kid, from a very young age, and and it's so interesting. I'm you know curious if you had this too, because even though I was raised with you know, kind of close-minded Italian immigrants. It wasn't their fault. It's just, you know, um, I, my sister and I were both like little kid activists. Like my journals as dating back to like sixth, seventh grade, I wrote all these poems about like, why does skin color matter? And like, you I've know, seen like, these I, too. like yeah. I really like from a very, <laughs> yes. and, and like, glad you verified that. Yes, yeah, verified. from like a very young age, I, like I read one of them at a show and people were like, how old were you when you wrote that? And I was like, oh, 12. And they're like, what? Like it was more. What was it like a play? No, it was just a rant okay. just about what was wrong with the world okay. and why can't we fix it? And about like loving each other. And like, I mean, it was the original, I was the original blogger, you know, um, yeah. think pieces in a little pink journal. Uh, and but only you were reading. But, like, but, yeah. I was re- but reading it now as an adult, I'm like, holy shit. Like for 12 for, without the internet, for feeling so deeply like mm-hmm. I don't understand why people are so horrible to each other based on race or ethnicity or whatever or sexuality and stuff like that. And so it's also like, what did you see? Because you were in Belmont, Massachusetts. Well, Isn't I did see like, stuff in Belmont, oh, really? Massachusetts because we had the the diversity was brought in from the inner city. They, the they bust in like they had a program in Massachusetts, you, you know, bring in to diversify and give some inner city kids a chance to experience our school system, which is actually really good. So I had a lot of friends that yeah. I and I've said this before in the podcast. I really felt connected to a lot of the non-white kids because I didn't feel super white. Mm-hmm. I did not. Struggle. I would never say it was like one of those those uh, like the cheerleader because I, I, I saw your school and I pictured like Saved by the Bell or like one of those yeah. movies. Yeah, and, and that's not like an insult high school to movies. white yeah. people. Like I not never want to, yeah. but you know, but but then what's been interesting being with Will is that then I learn about what it's actually like to be, not that I ever thought I was black. I'm not Rachel Dozel or anything like that. <laughs> right, right. But, uh, but, but, when I, but whenever <laughs> I've, yeah, I've, yeah, totally. Yeah, but when I've <laughs> talked about like not feeling fully white and like assimilating to American culture and then I hear what Will has dealt with as a black man I'm like, oh, yeah, but I've definitely had it easier yeah, yeah, yeah. when it comes to that. And not that he's minimized it, but he's just shown a light on it. And I'm really grateful for that. Yeah. But everybody also, has a struggle. There's yeah. a struggle in everybody. But he still acknowledges that I had stuff to deal with, too. I mean, everyone, even white men have stuff to deal with. Yeah, well, I that's agree. The part, that's the part. Even what, white men. Even yeah, straight can white you men. That's it? the name of the podcast that I'm going to have. Remember yeah. we were talking about that even before the show? Men. Even white men struggle. Yeah. We all struggle. If we all keep yelling at each other about this stuff and not talking about it and being like, hey, man, I, that must be hard. It's hard for me, too. It was either Primo Levi or Ellie Wiesel in one of these Holocaust books that I was reading when I was in seventh, eighth grade. When yeah. I don't know why. I had to read Night. In like Night, grade, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You're just like... Yeah. I think it was Primo Levi, I think, okay. in Survival in Auschwitz, when he, he talks about, I remember reading this, it blew my mind. He said, the number one thing that's worrying any person is as bad as the number one thing that's worrying the next person. Yeah. Because that's the thing that's right in front of you. Yeah, So exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you have sorrow because I have sorrow and you have sorrow and gladness and 
and I know you do because I know you're human. Know thyself, the Delphic Oracle in ancient Greece, know thyself. Because if you know yourself, then you know what it is to be one human being. And if you know what it is to be one human being, then you know what it is to be all human beings. Boom. Right? Yes. Boom. Love it. I don't well, know if you guys know the mic just dropped. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But earlier when, when we were, you know, I, and I think this often, like you were saying, like, I'm a compulsive cleaner. I'm a this. Or are you that? Are you bougie? Like we're at all these like labels. I mean, yes. it kind of, and they're like, I'm an introvert, but I'm also, people think I'm an extrovert and stuff. And I often, I've always struggled a little bit with any of those words. Cause I'm like, yeah, but they're all just like words. Yeah. yeah. You know, like they're trans- not, they're transitory. It's, that's the thing. The present moment is an equalizer. Yeah. yeah. It is. Yeah. Because maybe, you know what? Maybe I have been bougie at times. Maybe I've go. also so been okay. super cheap yeah. at times. Maybe I've been racist at times and not know it. Maybe I've been super open. Like, you know, like we're all, and, and I think one of the big problems right now when it comes That's a to. surrender. That what? you just surrendered. Yeah. yeah. That's a surrender. Because if you fight and go, I'm not, not. Yeah. Then you, that's where tension, cancer, headaches, migraines, yeah. everything comes from. I'm not. The, and that's all of what Twitter. What <laughs> Yeah, right. But, that, but that's what's the problem I feel like right now with, we were just talking about this like earlier with like feminists versus men and, and you know, this race versus that race and Republicans versus liberals. Like everyone is so defensive about what they're not. And everyone feels so beholden to certain titles. And they're, you, like, I personally am very kind of in the middle about every, like, I'm just sort of like, I don't know, kind of like, talk to me about it. I'm open. Yeah. Like, like, to, I don't want to call, like, I was never even a registered anything uh, politically until this past year because I felt like I had to, you know? And, and I think it made us too. Like, you can't, uh, there's a thing where you vote in the primaries, you have to vote for you. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, well, I, I yes, I have this. Yeah. Because I, I started when I was eighteen, I was independent, staunch independent, just because that's the kind of kid I was. <laughs> I was, I was like, an independent as well. Really, yeah. yeah. All, all up until Barack became or was running, and then I was like, "What do I have to do to get this guy in office?" Yeah. <laughs> I really mm. like this guy. What do I have to do? All right, fine. I'm fucking Democrat, I guess. Whatever. And then I did that whole thing, but I I still wow. maintain my independence. So you voted for Barack Obama. Yeah. I got to play him because he became president. Exactly. I earned money from that. That went to my wife, my family, my child. You put money into my family. There it is. There it is. Exactly. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you, Anytime. Will. Anytime. Yeah. And then my ex-husband really painted you. Yes, exactly. Uh, well, foretold you're coming. This is really all about Will. This is. Yeah, it's all about Miles. Right, and then you're right. Miles. Miles. Miles and Miles. That's yep. what I'm saying. Oh, my mind is blown. Boom. Miles to go. <laughs> miles to but go. Just hang out with us for a little while. Yeah, there you I go. Know. Yeah, yeah. But no, but I love this stuff. I, I've always like, I mean, yeah, just the labels are really. May I say you're tough. an artist. There you yeah. Are you an artist? Of course. That's what of an course. artist. That's what an artist's job is, though. I yes. mean, really, that's what an artist's job is. Though that's the, it's the old job of the shaman in the Native American tribes. You know. Yeah. He didn't have to work. He was provided with uh, the food he needed. He didn't have to go out and labor with everybody or hunt, because he stepped outside the community and saw it from a distance and got a different perspective on it, smart view of it. He ate a bunch of stuff that he found in the woods. There it is, yeah. <laughs> Came back, had his mind open, and said, look, here's what I see for us that yeah. you don't have time to think about while you're struggling and tussling with each other. Yeah. And that's our job, you know. And that's, that's our job as healers and artists yeah. and speakers yeah. and comedians. I've really stepped back. That's why I do commercials, because that provides me with the space. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, do one commercial a day, and then I got to no work for a year. <laughs> it's like, good. Love it. Write that's some fantastic. stand-ups. Yeah. Now, do you have static in your mind about doing commercials? I did at first. Now, 
honestly, Matthew what McConaughey What do you mean, commercial me. actor? Yeah, because I hate corp- being a corporate chill and I hate like corporations and stuff. But it's providing me with the space to say what I want on stage, mm. which yeah. is my main po- my main passion anyways, to stand up. So it's what, like, kind of, what kind of commercials are, have you done? Like bank commercials or oh, cool. okay. uh, bank sports. the number one the number one bank yeah. commercial yeah no 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 but I mean the number one you're saying hate being a corporate show I know right and yeah then right you're like, literally thanks, banks thanks, Dakota Pipeline you guys should join this <laughs> bank yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Dakota Pipeline Bank yeah <laughs> killing Indians one one yeah. deposit one at a time, ca- one deposit at a time. <laughs> one dollar right for just one dollar yeah. you too can kill a Native American <laughs> banks and football commercials I feel like that's <laughs> yeah football that's just what one dollar you can kill your wife. What? <laughs> Football. Anyways. <laughs> Two things uh, I'm pretty against. Wait, because we have to end soon, yeah, but yeah, just we have to fast wrap. forward. We have to get back by a certain time for the yes. Oh, the babies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you yeah. know, she was late. Ooh. Oh, God. She's never going to be able to listen to this now. I'm just kidding. No, she, she sounds great. But, she, was, uh, she was late, though. Uh, real quick, <laughs> yada, 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 dinner party, feel connected. You start eight dates, emailing. You clean eight up dates. after eight dates. Yeah. We went inside. Over. We made love. Made love. Okay, yeah. We made love. Yeah. We made. She skipped work the next day. Oh. Let's call it, it was a date. Wednesday. It was date seven point five, right? Yeah, seven point five because yeah. it went over slash yeah. eight. Yeah. And yeah, it was a little, uh, yeah it was, we were definitely pushing the line. And then yeah. how long into it did you? Then you proposed. You said you were walking around, kind of near here. You started talking. Right, you said you were thinking. Right. You saw the couple. Right. Well, we did a, a relationship map. He we did a he he's very into mind mapping. Okay. By Tony Buzan. Yeah. And uh, he just took away her tea kettle bottle thingy that she's been clanking around. Right, right, creating she's sound not, here. She's not, uh, she's, you're not sound. savvy with this stuff. Well, I've been dying <laughs> to just be like, Hello. Let's make this phrase. Yeah, hey there. <laughs> this is... We're here late night <laughs> with Will Miles. <laughs> we came miles for Will. <laughs> We're going to take that out in the new radio show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. But you did a map. What's this relationship oh, yeah. map? So. I was using mind mapping with my uh, coaching clients for years. It, it changed my life. I made a life map, and I can tell the whole story, but whatever. I was doing that, and it was... It was uh, a religion for him, really. I mean, okay. It really was. It was just a way of getting things from the unconscious to see them in this map with these branches and veins, and you could see what was going on a little bit better. Anyway, I would use it for a lot of different t- purposes. So I did a life map. Anyway, we did a relationship map, and then we saw... Ten, you know, it was very confronting. Basically, imagine it's like an eyeball at the center, looks like sort of a, some symbol in the middle, and then these branches that come off uh, at the seven o'clock position, eight o'clock, ten o'clock, twelve o'clock, and then those have those primary branches have secondary and tertiary branches. So it's like a like neural thing, and each line holds one word, and so it helps you start to see you got family up here and. You know, um, love down here and uh, up here, whatever other branches you're trying to get on the same page about. We weren't on the same page, but when we wrote it out, we saw exactly where we were and we're yeah. not on the same page. Spiritually, great. What our goals were, spiritual as far as spiritual growth, fantastic. Yeah, he saw a family. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Family no. was in the upper left hand corner. No. I could still see he it to this day. It. I didn't want a family. Oh, really? No, okay, I yeah. didn't want children. I didn't want responsibility. I didn't want to think about or focus on anybody other than yeah. myself. And my biological class, like, it was taking so loud that. Do you mind if I ask how old you were when you got married? I, I was forty-one, going for yeah. 41 going on 42. And um, basically, it was so loud. I couldn't hear anything but just have a baby, have a baby. And yeah. and so I... Had that been yeah, clear to I, you your yeah. whole life? 
Uh, yes, but it was really loud. It's it's mother. She didn't harass me a... with it. I just want to say that clearly for the yeah, record. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. never harassed so me. So then, how did that it. come to be? Well, well I, when I a man loves yeah. a woman very <laughs> much. No, 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 go ahead. no, but I I really I had some spiritual advisement to set a date and and stick to it and sort of say, are you with me on this or if not, that's okay. But I, I this is something I really need to do. And and this sounds more like. This sounds more like an ultimatum than it ever came across. It really to me. wasn't. I, I, I even, I even thought. Did you back I off? Did this, you weaken? I will do this myself if you want to date yeah, me. Yeah. That's fine. But I just, this is something I need to do. That's and, interesting. And so, he, and my thing was like, my friends were like, "You are. Do you know how old you are?" Literally, I needed some, uh, because I smelling salt because I was just, you know, not really being direct, you know, and um, and then I was, and and you sort of had your own. We, we, we had a pregnancy that went, and then we had a miscarriage. Right. We had three miscarriages. Yeah, and, um, and our son was our fourth. So we were really doing good, though, man. We were doing good. We were doing good. We were creating pregnancies very regularly. Yeah. I was very proud of myself because I had believed as a biracial person that I was impotent. Oh, really? Like, as far as... I knew I could ejaculate, but I didn't think I could Wait, actually... Wait, is that a thing for biracial people? I thought... You know, you, you get told stuff when you're growing up. You get a little piece of information here. Yeah, mulatto is horse and donkey. Right. They mix together. <gasps> That's mule, mulatto, and they are sterile. Yeah. Mules, do, mules don't have mules. Horses and donkeys get together. That's what, you know, so... Oh, my God. I know. So, That's the history yeah. of it, yeah. So you that. think, like, oh, well, wait a minute. I'm not gonna... I was... I really thought I couldn't make a baby. And uh, anyway, so... It was really conscious and very. It was. It was kind of spiritual. I mean, I just have. Well, to so say. we lost the first one, and this was. It was. A, it was a viable yeah, pregnancy. We really heard heartbeats and yeah. everything. So it was the first time I didn't go to the doctors with her. Okay. And I said, okay, listen. And I was like, from the bed, I was being very brave. I was like, listen, you go to that doctor's appointment, and if anything happens, don't go to work. Come back here. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. Went back to sleep, and she was sitting beside the bed and woke me up. In, in tears, and yeah, I kind was of just like, my heart there's was nothing broken. It, it is really, there's probably just, a couple of things that might be on par with, but after hearing a heartbeat and then you don't, it's it's so. I after number three, after pregnancy, we went to three, a healer and who's like helped us with it. I, I said, I you know what, I'm being willful. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, right, and I'm just going to surrender this high this idea of having a child and. He, and and then the doctor it. said to us, well, okay, give yourselves a break. You've had three miscarriages. Don't try. Don't try for a little while. And then on April like 15th or 16th, right no, around that third, week, third, I third. think it was the 15th or 16th. Okay. I dispute that. <laughs> um, I was like, hey, girl. Yeah. And she was like, wait. She was like, wait. The doctor said, wait. I said, forget that doctor, girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the one that had that miles. Was that, that was, was miles. But what made you try start trying to begin with? Because you were very adamant. To begin with? Yeah, because you were against family. It was really just one of these. It was a very, for me, a very mathematical thing. Like if I could find a 51% in either direction, then I would go with it. And I was calculating everything. I was like, okay, wait. It was like no, being on Shark Tank. I don't want to take it. Yeah, it really was. I was like, I was assessing like, okay, do you have the patent for this? Okay, good. Yeah. And I was, was like, okay. I, I was like looking at all the pros and cons and I was calculating them and I said, okay, we have a yes. And I moved forward rather than back and it was that close. It really was well, that he, close. Well, you also said that you felt And like her not you... stressing me out about any of it helped me get clear Yeah. that it was tipped this way because it was very close because it was very frightening to me yeah to me family group yeah. that notion was a place of not good stuff 
that was my experience of it. And I didn't want okay. to build one. And I didn't want to be a father. I never knew my real father. Okay. So I didn't want to build a, a thing that I had no modeling for being a good, you know, dad, really. I have a, an adoptive father who came in. We had a lot of, you know, we had a lot of strife. But you know what's so beautiful? Miles is next to Aunt Dolores, the only living blood relative that my, that Dion has. Oh, wow. Okay. Right. That, yeah. that I know because, uh, you know, I tried to find my real father when I was 40. And uh, he's adopted. Yeah. Okay. Right, right. Adopted by my mom. Well, so your mom that Dolores passed, was she? My birth mom. mother. Your birth mother. Okay. She was my birth mother. But then it's but she just passed, so moving so. to me. I, I feel like, you know, and we didn't name our son for five days. And um, we we're in the hospital, no name. No name. And now we think like Miles, it took us Miles to get to him. It's so yeah. corny, but true. I love but it. That's beautiful, yeah. Yeah, we didn't, uh, that was definitely not our intention. Um, of what? What wasn't our intention? Uh, to name him Miles for that reason at all. No, we went through like 4,000 names over the course of like a year and a half Langston. talking about him. Desmond. Desmond. They all got yeah. shot down, shot down, shot down. Yeah. A lot of those. What made you stick with, what, pick Miles? It, we well, had two hours before we had to turn in the the, the bracelet paper. or the paper. Yeah, yeah, the paper and um and the papers. I stayed because I, I had to have a, a cesarean. And I felt like it straddled two worlds racially. It sounds like a drunk Irish poetry professor, but it yes. also sounds like a cool jazz musician. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Both worlds. So it, but it also here's one of the games we played was use the name that we're thinking of. You know, Devin, Miles. What were they, all the other ones? Uh, oh, Ryland. And we and we said, imagine saying sentences at Thanksgiving like relatives. Hey, go get Oliver's shoes. That's what we would say. <laughs> hey, get Oliver's coat. That's good. Or get get Ryland's shoes on. And we would say those, and they'd be like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> or Milo. He was very close to being Milo. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was- I wasn't. That was my uh, DJ and tag name in high school. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love it okay. for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Milo. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we, 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 this is, this is one of our longer it is, episodes, but, we had but such I gotta a good say, time. Yeah. I could go on. I we'll do a part two. Great. Why don't we do a part we two? We have to do a part I, two. I think we're going to do, we have so many on We're going to start doing part two. We, we have to. These are, these are too good. It's too good. I really loved the, um, I think this was one of the most intense as far as the tables being turned with yeah. these questions. I loved it. You guys asked us the questions. Yeah. So, well, yeah. this is, if you go back to that first meal that we had, that's what we discovered that we were compatible over was that we were both leaning in sort of counseling this person. Yeah. We're yeah. both really interested. Well, I think Dion is a minister. You know, okay. I, I feel like he's a minister. You know, you hope that when you're working in comedy, working on television, that your yeah. wife thinks you're a good comedic actor. <laughs> <laughs> I also think he's a good comedic actor. Yeah. Well, I mean, I took, when Will said I gave a TED Talk, I took it as a as a compliment. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. It's it's good. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you need, I think everybody who, I, would, I don't want to say long-winded because that has a negative connotation, but like, there should be somebody who's not in the relationship. So like, whereas... You can hold court for a while and talk. I'll just be sitting and watching. Right. I need. I like to be able to just sit and watch sometimes and be like, okay, cool. I got to be better about sitting and watching sometimes. <laughs> I do. But you're good at the talking, so. I did but give a TED Talk. She literally gave a TED Talk. Oh, yeah. you did. And I was in the did. audience to that. Yeah, so. he was there. I was That's like, amazing. I, again, had diarrhea. I talked about it in the TED Talk. I think it's the only TED Talk where someone's talked about having diarrhea. Who knows? That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. That's a legit TED. Was it a TEDx? TEDx. 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 Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. We're going to bring it down a little bit. Just bring I it mean, down one notch. Yeah, it was TEDx. Okay. He did TEDx. Yeah, it was a TEDx. Right, right, right. I'm not a TED You're right. level yet. TED is 18 minutes. And, uh, yeah, TED's 18 think, minutes? Yeah, 18. Oh, God. What was your TEDx about? It was about playing Obama on TV and doing like a deathbed Obama. 
Oh, okay. I was yeah. called to do a deathbed Obama in Chicago. Hey, wow. shout yeah. out. And stuff like that. Just about saying yes to life because I was nice. also called Suicide Hotline in 2004. And they you they worked at one or called called one? suicide hotline. Oh, I and, called one and, as well. You're right there we go. Yeah, so, but I just need someone to talk to. I think people everyone needs somebody to talk to. People be on hold for they, so long. They told me to call back. Yeah, they told they, what? They didn't tell me to call back. They said they'd call me back, but that was part of their thing. They were like, but it's hilarious because yeah, it's you're hilarious. like, you just give me time to go kill myself. It's hilarious, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, they said, are you? Do you have a plan? You know, are you definitely going to be good till we call you back at yeah, 30. Yeah. And I said yes. How could you trust that? It's sort of like, <laughs> yeah. no, hang on. They put me on hold with hold music. It was like. <laughs> Please don't kill yourself. We'll be right back. Keep yourself alive. Yeah. Keep yourself alive. Stay alive. Stay alive. Well, I talked a little bit about suicide. I did a, TED, a TEDx talk about healing loneliness with laughter. And I talked about... Well, because, and this guy's a whole other episode. I probably shouldn't drop See, this, this at is the why end. I re- this is why I recommended... You for that thing out west, because I because I had seen some of this other material. I knew you were yeah. in it for more than just the laughs. Oh yeah, yeah the yeah. laughs. I, I mean, the laughs can. Well, be you kind of started in story. Well, I mean, you started yeah. stand You really that's got you. Funny. Yeah. funny. You're funny. Yeah, that's exactly. It. But right. you know, I didn't know if I was going to be a therapist or a professor. I just knew I wanted to connect and heal myself and others through humor. Like I just knew mm-hmm. that was going to be the thing. And but the thing with my my suicide deal is well my whole thing and again this is why I'm bringing this up at the end of the podcast but I feel like it's important because like people you know they get nervous when you say that but I feel like my whole thing was like I kind of knew I wasn't gonna real like um, commitment issue I also have commitment issues I had mm-hmm. it's like the biggest commitment you can make you know yeah, like yeah, is yeah. so but. I just knew what it felt like to feel so sad that I wanted to disappear, but I wasn't going to actually do yeah. anything. And I think that's something that doesn't get talked about a lot because I feel like people are afraid to... Right. because So stigmatized. Yeah. And when in fact, suicidal ideation in many cases is yeah. just a strong desire for change. Yeah. I yeah. 100% yeah. agree with you because anytime I felt suicidal... That's to why me, when suicidal, you dream about death, it means change. Too. Yeah, because yeah. to me, suicidal yeah. is like... I didn't have a plan, <laughs> but I was just like, okay... I don't want to feel this like terrible anymore. My options are die or something else. And it was always something else, right. you know? Mm-hmm. So, and that's not to be little, I'm not saying every, anytime anyone talks about suicide, yeah. it's not real. No, of course I'm just not. saying it's okay to admit that you've had the thoughts mm-hmm. because it's actually like kind of a victory when you make a huge change after it, mm-hmm. you know? And on that, that note, and on that, that note, is to crazy. be or not to be, right. that is the question. When I was, I, I used to work as a teacher at this other job in New York, and this girl, Geneva, one of my coworkers, had a dream about me dying. And I was nervous because she sent me a message like, yo, I just had a craziest dream. It seemed so real that you were dying. I was like, that's a fucked up thing to tell me. Yeah, that's crazy. Good but morning, then she Jean. was like, it means it's something different. And I looked it up, and it means a change. She was like, it means there's a big change happening. And that week, I got a new job. So I'm like, oh, maybe there's wow. some truth to like all this change, death meaning change stuff, mm. and not actually just meaning death. Definitely. And the only thing permanent is change. Yes. Mm, you guys, yes. Constant, right? The only thing constant is change. I mean, I feel yeah. like we the have so many. The only thing constant yes. is change. Thank that's you. See, that's why we're married. Exactly right. Because I just misquoted who? 
Einstein? I don't even the know. Buddha. <laughs> the Buddha. It's one of them. Buddha, <laughs> Buddha Einstein. Um, we yeah. end every episode, although I feel like we have so many nuggets already, but with we always song. end every episode with a song. We hold hands, <laughs> we close our eyes, we sing, sing one Kumbaya. of my favorite songs. Right. Only my favorite. Yeah. Right, good. And No, no, but we ask every couple if they just, kind of like a, a one, two lines, real quick, quotable, so I can make a meme of it. Uh, you know, your thoughts on love relationships, kind of like a nugget. Okay. Not advice, but a personal mantra or something that you have. Can, can you give them two? No. No, no, no. No. Just, yeah. It's our guess. I would say for me, love is um, a verb and that it is uh, coming around the fire, like being a part of, not being isolated, being a part of. And um, Dion's always been his actions. He could be saying one thing that I'm like appalled by, but his actions are always been, they've always been love, very loving toward me. Hmm. I like that. I do love that. Yeah. And I feel, I feel okay, so I really want to say the thing, the thing at the center of the universe. And maybe that's the thing that love really is to me, is that I don't have to always be saying that most profound thing when I'm at home with my family. Here's what it is. When I'm finished performing and the streets are lonely in New York City and I'm walking to the train or in a getting to a cab to come home. Um, when the curtain goes down, I have a place that I really, really want to be. And it's with these two snuggled up in our little home. And I never really had that feeling. So that has something to do with it. Yeah. That's great. Oh, I'm going to cry. Uh, thank you guys so much. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. and to our listeners, if you are in... Bethlehem, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania on April, April 7th. 7th. Come to the Steel Stacks for a live. Hopefully we don't break up. And if you are in New York on April 14th, come to Subculture uh, April 14th for a live show. At the Lynn Redgrave Theater. Basement. Basement. Oh. Bye. See you soon. We love you all. Good night. Thanks. Thanks for listening. If you like the show and want to hear more, please subscribe to us on iTunes. And please rate, review, and tell your friends. Also, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HWDBU Podcast and like us on Facebook. Thank you. You already said thank you. Thanks again. Hey. Good night, everybody. Stupid.